Goku decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. Levels, checking the levels. Levels are good. Awesome, Jeremy. Hello and welcome to the Early Show Later podcast. I'm Karis. Hello, my name is Jeremy. Welcome. I'm also a Gary and Carrots. And um, what is the other one? You're Jerry and Cherries. And Garris. Yes, I'm also Garris. And Chairs. Yes, and Chairs. You have a few. <laughs> and Chairs. When you spell check my name, it becomes Chairs. This is episode 148, Kids Say the Darndest Things. We got a fun show lineup as we always do here on the old podcast, the old podcast Rooney. Uh, we are talking to a child who called our program earlier this morning asking questions about Scruffy. And I mean, if I were to hazard a guess at how old this child is, Ella, I mean, I really I was wondering, like, because she called after nine o'clock and I thought, well, maybe maybe Ella's just home from school today and, you know wants to call in and ask a question or maybe Ella's not going to school maybe late start maybe a little under the weather homeschool who knows but it's always fun when kids call the radio station yes Ella's probably eight maybe maybe about eight if I were to guess if we're guessing yeah Uh, what other fun things we talk about today Uh, we were also talking about a Japanese penis festival this nice. is happening right now in Kawasaki in Ooh, Japan, way over across the Pacific Ocean. It sounds right. like a very interesting festival. Of course, we have our Cherry Blossom Festival going on here right now. And we're talking this morning, we were talking this morning on our live radio program and right now on the podcast about Cherry Blossom Madness and the lengths that some people <laughs> go to to take pictures of themselves with the flowering trees. Look at them, they're so pretty. They're so pretty. And we're kicking off the podcast with the idea that maybe cannabis stores could be coming to airports in BC. There is a story here that we saw in City News says cannabis stores want to push into malls. Right on. That would be very efficient for me. And airports? And I remember airports. back in the day, they would throw you in prison for a long time. Now they want to put a cannabis store in, in the an airport. airport. Now, wow. <laughs> Prince George Airport, but still, <laughs> but when I mean, in Prince George, and what starts in Prince George slowly spreads everywhere. It is a trendsetter. I it bet is. you at YVR they're sitting there being like, "Oh my God, Prince George has a cannabis store. We need a cannabis store." I mean, I hope that happens. I, I mean, I, I guess we will get to the point. It is legal, and maybe for flights within BC, who cares, right? Like, what does it matter whether you're on an airplane or in a mall? But, I mean, if you could take an edible maybe before hopping on a flight, that in-flight movie gets a little better. Yeah, and maybe you just feel a little bit more relaxed throughout the entire flight. Which now, is good for everyone. Would you do that if you're flying with your children? Well, no, I guess. I mean, just like I don't want to ever be, I don't want to be drunk when flying with my children. It's not no. Like, not like I'm sitting there like smashing the mini bar, which was always legal. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, so that, yeah, I mean, that would be a tough one. But I'm going with the boys to Las Vegas. Yeah. And you would, yeah, exactly. You, like ha- I, you would have an edible at the airport. I'd have an while, edible while I'm at the Browns at the Bellingham airport having a beer at seven in the morning. Yes. Then an edible. 
And then for my two and a half hour flight to Vegas, then we hit the mini bar. Yeah, that would be fine, I would imagine. That, there would be a time and a place for it. Yeah, exactly. Or like we got our, our bud here, Aaron, partied all weekend, flying home. He could go to the airport and cannabis, water, and that flight back to Vancouver maybe just goes a little smoother. Wow, how things have changed. <laughs> yeah, the how world. How things have changed. The world, I've just, I remember dogs barking at you in the airport. Yeah. And, do you, and do now you they remember wanted, that, Jeremy? Was I, there ever a time when dogs came after you at the airport? Not over me perfect, you know, but personally, just, but okay. they were there. Like, yes. And I would be like, I mean, I here's the thing. I was never a criminal in the line to go through security, but you feel stressed out. You're like, oh, there's a dog here. And now they want to sell it to me in duty-free. Wow. Uh, and then weirdly, we, we got talking about... Um, how a company wants to put a cannabis store in the Prince George Airport. And we're like, man, how times have changed. And there was a time you would have to go to the little room in the back if you had the cannabis. And now they want to sell it to you in duty-free. Uh, and that just got people texting in all sorts of outrageous and hilarious and wonderful stories of uh, cannabis, edibles, and plane flights. Hmm. Adam writes in with this uh, beauty. Uh, took too many edibles on the way to Thailand. Passed out right after takeoff. Woke up in Japan. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> LOLs. Oh, I'm in Japan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a bit of a miss. I mean, I looked at the map and I'm like, oh, yeah, you missed your target. Yeah. And, uh, like, and did you, you know, was the pilot like, uh, you know, ding here if you want off? And he was just asleep. <laughs> he just passed it's out. It's like <laughs> a bus and he was supposed to pull the cord. And he's like, totally. oh, no one wants to stop in Thailand. Let's keep flying. <laughs> uh, wakes up in Japan, gets off the plane, has some sushi. Gets back on, watches a movie, a nap, and wakes up in Bangkok. So that one worked out for Adam. That, that works out for Adam. He's going no. to Thailand, and he's already had like the most outrageous party story. He hasn't even got there yet. Now, this is the trouble. You don't want to do that if you're flying with people you're responsible for, i.e. children. Yes, right? a bunch of people were like, give me a double dose. Who wrote yeah, that exactly. one? Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, I, I think was that Jake. Mike or Adam? Uh... Oh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think that was uh, maybe Mike who said uh, maybe the double dose. I can't remember. Oh, Mike says bringing kids on a trip would be the reason you'd need an edible. LOL. I, I do believe in that in principle, Mike. I do agree with that in principle. But here's the problem. And Karis brought it up as well. Sometimes you need to you need to have your game face on. Like traveling with children. My friends who don't have kids are like, man, being on an airplane with kids is the worst. And then as a parent, I don't know if they like they want to get in a fight, but I'm like, no, I agree. <laughs> like, oh, you, like you don't even know. Like when someone without kids, is like, man, kids on the plane is the worst. I'm like, oh, really, kidless person? You think it's the worst? It is. It is horrible for it the is parents. The worst. But and you got to have your game face on. Exactly. I need the mental sharpness to deal, especially when they're toddler. I mean, when they're toddlers, it's one thing if they're in that stage where oh, they yeah. could watch an iPad for hours and for the you most part... You get them part, a puzzle book. Exactly. Or they say, can I have a granola bar? And that's the most you need to do for them or maybe help yeah. them to the bathroom. Or they're but, old enough to look out the window and see the like majesty of the earth. Like That would be nice. Yes, exactly. But when they're babies or toddlers, oh my God, no. they don't know about the majesty of the earth. I mean, they could look outside and be like, oh, cool. But, you know, it's no different from looking at, you know, the airplane hand pamphlet of like how to save yourself if the plane goes down. Like to them, it's the same. Yeah. And the toddlers, in my experience, at least my children, 
they all they want to do is run around on the plane. They're like, this is a very cool place and I want to explore every corner. Why would you put me in this seat and put me in baby jail in this little seat right now? I, this is horrendous. This is horrendous. You are torturing me. I'm going to cry and wail if I'm in the seat. But if I'm not in the seat, I'm going to be climbing like this place is a jungle gym. Yeah, in front of the the business person in the front who has a shirt that says, I hate children. Exactly. And you're like, oh, you're like, oh, oh no. This I'm is, embarrassed. This is why I don't go visit grandma. I am sweating. And then on top of all of that, if, especially if it's an international flight, there are going to be moments on this trip where you are going to talk to some very serious people and you have to have the right answer because your multi-thousand dollar holiday hangs in this five-minute conversation. And I don't want to start talking to the guy about my Dungeons & Dragons warlock in that moment. You know what I mean? The cherry blossoms, I think, are still peaking. I think we're still, they, like, pretty soon they're going to start snowing Right, we were, going to, we were going to bet on when the peak was. Of the cherry blossom season. And I think the peak was this past weekend. No, I think it's still growing. Do you think so? Yes. Okay, well, I mean, this weekend was... Well, I don't know. I know nothing. I can't, can't even keep, keep a cactus alive. <laughs> yeah, but when... when I'll I, shoot from the hip! When I'm driving around Vancouver and I see the puffy pink blossoms all over the trees, like cotton candy. Essentially, it looks like a tree has cotton candy on it. But we're seeing more on the trees than on the cars. Are we still not? Yes, it's okay. still more on the trees, for sure. Like, it hasn't started raining blossoms yet. Yeah, we went to Stanley Park on the weekend, like, uh, before the rains came on Saturday. So just the very beginning of the rains. Like, it, it was spitting on us, then stopping, and then starting. Um, man, it was influencers gone wild at Stanley Park. I kept... Elbowing my daughter, being like, film these people. Film that's, the, that's the thing. <laughs> that is the magic. Part of the magic of cherry blossom season in the city is then watching people take pictures of the cherry blossoms yeah. and all the ridiculous things they do. We didn't get, because I, I was like, take a, take, like, daughter, take a picture of these people taking a picture. We'll send it to uh, Influencers in the Wild, which is a very funny Instagram account. But they weren't doing anything outrageous. There was just a lot of, like a comical amount of people in the fields taking pictures, trying to trying to get the angles so they don't have the, you know, 40 other couples in the background. <laughs> that was the only part that was, that was funny, uh, was the sheer volume, but we didn't get anything um, truly outrageous. Nothing truly staged. Well, if you go to Cherry Blossom Madness on Instagram. That's the one. That's, that's a good one. the one. Yes. And it's uh, Lily Chan, I do believe. Yeah, is, she's done this one for a few years. Yeah, right? she has. Yeah. yeah. And I think I came across it last year is when I discovered it. Uh, she has perennial uh, morning show radio content for us. So thank you. Yes. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Lily Chan, for your Cherry Blossom Madness. Uh, she has, because on her street, and I feel like I lived at one point not long from her street. Because when I was looking at pictures, I was like, wait a second. I think I live not far away from the actual street oh, that yeah. you live on. You probably lined up with her at the slow can once or twice for brunch. Yes, exactly. That's exactly it. And and also and when you walk by this road that she lives on, I mean it is glorious. They're just the puffy cherry blossoms are yeah. in full effect. But she's got pictures on her Instagram page of, you know, people, people getting on, stuck in the tree. People, people on ladders. Yes. People bringing all sorts of strange props. That's what I wanted at Stanley Park. One of the strange props. When yeah. I that. That's what that's what's the most fun. And then she also has a picture on here of uh, someone holding up a sign that just says, no one cares about your cherry blossom photos. 
Whoa, that's uh, that's meta. <laughs> yes, very, very meta. And and this person. I'm going to take a cherry blossom picture. That's anti cherry blossom picture. Oh, you are so alternative. But wait a second, aren't you also posing with the cherry blossoms? <laughs> What's happening here? Speed is of the essence. Uh, okay, changing gears. I want to tell you about a an annual festival that happens in Japan right at this time of year that I was not aware of. And I, you know, I remember hearing about fertility festivals when I was traveling around Japan. Oh God, I don't know. It's probably almost 20 years ago now, but I had no idea that there is an annual celebration in Kawasaki known as the penis festival. Oh, fun. I had I no- have one of those. <laughs> yes. Now do you, now do you have a festival for it? Oh, I do now. <laughs> well, yeah. Plan. Next time someone's like, meow, meow, meow. What about Men's Day? Well, there's a whole festival, bro. Get on a plane. <laughs> uh, it's called Kanemara Matsuri, which roughly translates to Festival of the Steel Phallus. <laughs> Wonderful. And, and, and this is, and it's, it's about uh, revelers at the festival traditionally include sex workers who are seeking protection. Uh, and then also in modern times, they're, they're, the crowd includes now LGBTQ groups seeking sexual blessings and married couples praying for fertility and healthy children. So there's a lot going on. Yeah, it's now, it's for all people. It is now for all people. Not yes, just penis people, but all people. That's exactly it. And Fans of penis people. Totally. There are uh, works, edible works of art. Oh, yeah. Hats, edible works of art are probably super puppets, fun. Puppets, costumes. Oh, puppets, costumes. Are you kidding Please, me? Are you kidding me? Come on. Do you remember uh, the puppetry of the penis? Do you remember that show? That was like an early 2000s oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that? yeah. I think it's like, um, was it a live show? It was a live show. And, and I think it was two Aussies, if I'm remembering correctly. Or maybe it was like an English and an Aussie. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been to a few parties where the puppetry of the penis comes out. Yeah, you know, it wasn't, you know, you've been to parties where it, it was, was a time and a place. An, an amateur. Before show, everyone had camera probably. phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but it's interesting that this this has grown, this event has has grown since the 80s um it's exploded in recent years thanks to you know instagram the, the internet. internet and so people <laughs> from all over the world are like what there's a <laughs> festival in japan called the penis festival i want to go to that and so now uh, about about 60% of the festival's roughly 30,000 attendants come from abroad and so now a lot of the announcements are made in both Japanese and English to accommodate tourists. You know what was in Coquitlam on the weekend? Festival de Bois. It's not the same. Not the same energy. The, the puppets just don't have the same kind puppets, of flair. Yeah, no. Or comedy attached to it. Costume's way worse. Hello, The Peak. Hello. Hello, welcome to the program. Uh, hi. Uh, I was listening to your penis festival. Yes. <laughs> and I know another very interesting festival in Japan. Oh, right on. Tell us about it. Yeah, I would love to know oh. about it. Wait, does it involve another organ of some kind? No, it involves very large trees. <laughs> okay. okay. You, you're having a hard time not giggling all right. We haven't even started. So this, this sounds like it's going to be good. <laughs> it's really weird. So... It's called the Ombashira Festival. Right. And what they do is they chop down these, like, 70-foot-long, 8-foot-round trees and then ride them down a hill. 
and then you ride the tree down the hill. That sounds very reminiscent of the chasing the cheese in England. Yeah, except way more carnage. Yeah, probably more carnage. Like, yeah. are people injured a lot? Yep. They, they, there has been deaths. Um, it is actually kind of an honor to die in the festival. Oh, sure. You know, my uh, grandparents are, uh, you know, North Logger people. And, uh, yeah, my grandfather's leg was brutally crushed in a logging accident uh, because of one of these log-type... Because of one of these events? Not because of one of these events, but because (laughs) a log crashing into you does a lot of damage to the human body. And you know what? My uncle, same with him, my uncle's leg was crushed by a log falling off a truck. Um, but, okay, you know, so you he was never riding one down a mountain. So what we need to do is we need to string these festivals together. Hopefully it's like they're kind of back-to-back weekends and we can go penis festival, log crushing festival. <laughs> Just boom, boom. Take it all in one stride. It's great. And then what was the other show we loved in Japan? The robot, uh, uh, the robot show. Yes, there's also the yes. robot show. So there we go. We'll do all. Let's all go. Okay, I'm in. I'm I'm in. Except for the dying on the log down the. We hill are gonna part. watch people die. Okay, and maybe yeah, yeah that sounds. And we're gonna <laughs> get puppets. <laughs> I want so many puppets. What is your name? Uh, my name is Tiana. Tiana, thank you so much for being part of the show. Oh, thanks for answering the call. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye. <laughs> Hello, the peak. Yeah, hi. I'm. I'm just calling. I'm hearing. I'm hearing her on the Florence and the Machine on the radio, and I'm just wondering, starting the week out, are you going to be having any contests or anything I can get aware of? Oh, yes, you want the Florence Six. That was last week on the Peak Pen Pop Quiz. This week, it's uh, it's a good one this week, though. I don't want you to go away. Sad. Uh, Peak Pen Pop Quiz this week is uh, tickets to check out Cirque du Soleil. Oh, that is a lovely show. I totally, you know what? We got that as a Christmas present. I. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. I recommend it to anybody. Yeah, Cirque du Soleil. Um, it's been a while since I've been to one, but I, they are amazing. The, but the I could show see that us I doing Florence really again. Oh, we could do Florence again. Dropper. Sure. Yeah, do for sure. Do you think you might have anything coming for Florence? Yeah, I could, I could see that happening, just uh, not this week on the show. Okay, well, I'll keep listening to you guys because I answer. love your music. So, <laughs> thanks, guys. Love it. Bye. Bye. Speed is of the essence. Call or text Karis and Jeremy. 604-280-1027. Hello, The Peak. Hi. Hi um, there. I was wondering, what kind of animal is Scruffy? Good question. Scruffy is a Sasquatch. A Sasquatch? Yeah, also known as I a was- Sam Squanch. What did you think Scruffy was? I thought Scruffy was a bear. Uh, a like that. Yeah. I think oftentimes we mistake uh, bears for Sas... Or, I mean, we mistake Sasquatches for bears, but we saw a Sasquatch. Like, I'm pretty sure one time when I was in Squamish, it was a Sasquatch that ran across the road. Oh. So that's a that's a good that's a reasonable question and a reasonable uh, thought about Scruffy. What's your name? My name's Ella. Ella, thank you so much for the call. No problem. All right, you have a great day. <laughs> Bye, Ella. Bye. Bye. 
Let's say goodbye, Karis. Let's do that, Jeremy. Oh, I thought you were going to say goodbye, Karis. But you didn't. Yeah, get I in. didn't do it. I didn't say goodbye, Karis. Goodbye, Karis. <laughs> so funny. Well, we didn't do that. No, we didn't that do didn't that. That didn't happen. No, I just said goodbye. Yeah. So. So don't think that we did. All right. I guess that was a good show today. Uh, uh, you know, whatever. It's hard to critique yourself. Yeah, we did a great show. Give yeah, us a five-star I, review. Like, yeah. share, and subscribe. And, and uh, tell all of your family members and your coworkers. That's right. Retweet. Please and your children, too. Tell your children. Hey, how about shout out to Dilji Dosanjh, friend of the show. Oh, Dilji Dosanjh is now a friend of the early show. International superstar Dilji Dosanjh retweeted yep. our news today. But that's what happens when you got friends that are yep. famous international uh Bollywood and uh, music stars. Yep. That's happening. You know what? And then you mention them in the big three, and then they retweet you, and then you're buds. You're like, yeah, hey, Diljeet, friends. what's up? Yeah, you know what? We'll come to your show totally if you got tickets for us. And uh, good catering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Totally. Oh, so in June. In June. In June. We're big going. show. See, yeah. Diljeet Dosanj, June 19th. All right, guys, that'll do it for the podcast today. Uh, what's your favorite Diljeet Dosanj song? Tweet at us at Karis Hogg, C H A R I S H O G G. I am Jeremy underscore Baker. We liked Lover, but we also played Black and White. Yes, on the which, show. and I almost feel like I like Black and Black and White better. I like Black and White better, both from uh, Dilji Jasanja's latest album. All right, guys, we'll do this again tomorrow. Bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.